been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your ghost host, Dan. Wait, guest host. Guest host. Ghost host is cooler. (laughs) June 14th, 2021, and this is episode 39. We want to thank you in advance for taking this magical journey into all things Disney with us. We have a great episode for you today. Today, we'll be welcoming onto the show our sponsor, Brian, from Magical Travel by Brian. We'll check in with Brian in a bit, who will also be answering some questions regarding your Disney travel and what to expect with booking your vacation with your very own personal Disney travel agent. Also today in our topic talk, we'll be granting each of our Disney Underground cast members three wishes each after they enter into one of the four Walt Disney World parks of their choosing. Those three wishes can be anything they wish, but must be applied to that particular park. Plus, as usual, we've got all the latest and greatest Disney news and info that you can handle, of course. But first, let's get into our Disney Underground Roll Call. The Disney Underground Roll Call. Well, as you've heard from my high hole in the intro, I'm filling in for our fearless leader, Gene, who you voted out of the show. (laughs) We heard your demands, listeners, and he's out. Man. (laughs) No. No, actually, Gene is settling in, or as we say, finally down there. There you go. Orange Birds, home state of Florida. That's right, everyone. Gene is officially a Florida resident. So everyone in Florida, when your pets start disappearing, head over to Gene's front yard where he'll be feeding every animal under the sun. All kidding aside, though, we couldn't be happier for you, Gene. He's living the dream so many of us long for. I know me and Steph. So congrats, Gene. We'll hold down the fort, wilderness. Until you return, we love you, buddy. There you go. So first up, from sunny Miami and just crowned the Dole Whip King and Queen of 2021, Sam and Joey. <laughs> really? up, guys? Welcome back. Hi. What's up? First, first, real quick, I just want to clarify. On a serious note, you weren't kidding. I know you were kidding about Gene being voted off, but you weren't kidding about him feeding every animal. He's already sending videos and <laughs> yes. recruiting. They're already flocking to his door. He's the leaving. Peacocks have started. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, no. Um, yeah, it's good to be back. Um, I know it's been a couple of weeks. It feels like it's been eons. Obviously, we had uh, we just came back from Disney uh, just last weekend. Or actually, you know that. Yes, I know. Just a quick <laughs> shout out to you guys because you got Our us some special shoppers. gifts. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I finally got to you guys. We are so yeah. thankful. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. The orange. Yeah. Listen, that's. And the little Remy. I'll give that all to Sammy because Sammy's the one that ran around uh, finding all that stuff. I was so excited. I literally screamed at the store that people thought it was crazy. What <laughs> oh I like gosh. about, I mean, I kind of feel bad when I ask people to get me stuff, but it's nice to see Sammy because she is literally so happy to find it for you. <laughs> yeah. That it's almost like she's buying it for herself. Yeah. And I would be the same way. So I wish we could save those videos that you sent us. 
<laughs> like you on the secret mission and just like freaking out getting the merchandise. It was fantastic. I, some I was of that so stuff, excited. Some of that stuff is so hard to find. It's like you, you did find something like something yeah. that you get excited about because you get you feel like you got lucky. Yeah. yeah and I was surprised that I couldn't find the orange bird, like the shoulder thing. I was surprised. They had so many the last time we went. And with the yeah. whole flower garden still going on, I'm really surprised that they they've sold out. Me you know what I really need? I need that milk carton vase of the orange. They're not vase. bringing it back. I know <gasps> it stinks. And of course, that's the one that's online for like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yep. So if anybody's out there that re- really would want to get rid of one, online where? <laughs> store like eBay. eBay and stuff. You know? eBay or Mercari. The bag yeah. that I wanted, the Mickey shaped ice cream, that one was like 40, 50 bucks. It went on, went down to, and now it's like 200. Because yeah. they stopped making it. They stopped so, making it. It's one thing to pay, you know, 10, 20 bucks over if you really want something. But when yeah. it gets to be that price, when it was, I think, 30, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it gets, it gets a little ridiculous. So, but I'm glad that we're back. And now my better half of the besteners of the Midwesterners and our rock and roll DW to my left and to your right, the original chimney sweeper, my wife, Stephanie. Hi, man. Hi, everybody. How have you been, Stephanie? (laughs) Have you swept any good chimneys lately? Hey, I've, yes, chimney sweeping is a very arduous job. That's why I look so lean and trim. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, get those high kicks in <laughs> on the rooftops. I don't actually. I don't really. Maybe do we need to. Chimneys, you think I just do dancing on the rooftops? Maybe we need <gasps> to take a vacation again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> vacation. Well. <laughs> Before we get going, we want to thank our sponsor. The Disney Underground is proudly brought to you by Magical Travel by Brian. Contact Brian to help you book your next Disney vacation. Magical Travel by Brian can help you not only book your next Disney vacation, but much more. Brian can also help you book your Universal Studios vacation, all-inclusive Caribbean or Caribbean resorts, however you choose cruises and corporate travel and for that special day he can also help you book your destination weddings or even a disney wedding they are going to get you the best possible price on your trip and that is a promise and you know what the best part is it is free stephanie what do you say about that that's right that's right it's completely free people it's a no-brainer say it's a no-brainer did you hear me the no-brainer doesn't cost you a cent oh boy (laughs) (laughs) well For info, reach out to Magical Travel by Brian by phone at 1-800-883-1535, extension 55, or email at brian at magicaltravel.com, or simply go to their website at www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. And now, what better time to say hello to, you guessed it, once a duck, always a duck, it's Brian from Magical Travel by Brian. Brian, it's been a while. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's been a long time. I appreciate you guys having me back on again. Of course. How have you been? Real good. Everything's been going good, staying busy, starting to enjoy the nice weather now that things are turning into summer and uh it's, it's been good how about you guys we're really good of course oh, except it's a good. little steamy actually here we're dealing with like 100 degree temps in minnesota shockingly yeah it's oh, hotter wow. here than it is in florida it, yeah it is um <laughs> it's not fun brian, hotter. brian oh. just for anyone out there that doesn't know can you just give us a little what do you do for magical travel what's your what's your gig there Sure. So, uh, so I, I started Magical Travel by Brian, um, work under the host agency, Magical Travel. Um, I work as a travel planner 
um, assisting our guests and clients, um, trying to have the most seamless travel experience that they can. So we will help them from start to finish, um, booking vacations, uh, mainly specializing in Walt Disney World. As you mentioned in the, the introduction, we do do other services um, such as Universal. Cruising starts getting back into things. We'll be able to start working with the, the cruises again, all-inclusive resorts. Um, but our main goal is to try to deliver the best possible service we can to all of our guests. Um, we want them to have an amazing experience when they go down to Disney, and then we just want it to be as stress-free as possible. For some people, it can be an overwhelming experience trying to plan the vacation because there is so much that goes into it. So we can help alleviate a lot of that worry that people have. Um, and then some people just don't have the time to devote to planning a vacation. So we also can add value to them by taking a lot of the workload off of their, their hands for them. So that, that's our main goal is just to be the most friendly, service-oriented travel planner we can be. Yeah, I think we've all been there starting out going to Disney and and wondering what to do and how to book it and what's the best way. And even some of us just kind of tackling it on our own and, and not coming up with the best results always. Steph and I, when we started out, we're using um, a Disney planner. And not only did it really help, but it really gives you a, a little more comfort and puts you at ease mm-hmm. when you're dealing with already the hectic hustle and bustle, as they say, of getting a trip ready together with your family, or if you have kids and what to bring and, and this and that. It's like, at that point, a lot of details about booking a D- mm-hmm. uh, Disney trip that makes it a better trip once you get there are soon forgotten as most families mm-hmm. or people will realize. So Absolutely. we have really had positive experiences um, Absolutely. using Disney travel agents. So I would highly suggest it. I don't know what experience uh, Sam and Joey have had with it. Well, I know that m- most of our trip, obviously we, you know, we, we go on a lot of trips every year and obviously Sammy, she's the main one that does all that stuff. And it's funny because and she, I'm sure she can attest to it. Generally in the beginning, it's just a lot of trial and error. You start doing stuff and you, yeah. the more times you go, you know, you get more efficient at it, but it takes a bunch of times to start figuring out what you're really supposed to do. And especially with Disney, they, t- they like to, they like to not tell you about specials and all kinds of deals and stuff that you have. To, you start finding things out as you go. And I'm sure Brian can attest to that as well. So, I mean, I'll let Sammy talk about that, but she's, um, I know she's the one that's done it and I know it can be a real pain. Yeah. Especially like the first trip that we went as a family, it was so hard because I didn't, I didn't know about the fast pass. I didn't know how to, how everything worked or waking up early. If you stay at the hotel, you get an hour early or an hour stay an hour later. There was so many things. And in the beginning, when I first did it, I didn't even know about the Disney travel agents. Um, so it was really hard. But when we decided to do on the cruise, we we're like, you know what? We don't know anything about cruising. I I don't want to do this. I'm like, let's hire a travel agent. And we did. And, and it was really good. Like, I honestly, I would call her. I would ask her all my questions and kind of went smooth. So I would definitely go with a with Disney travel agent. Well, Brian, I'm sure something that comes up a lot and something that we've experienced benefits with is when prices constantly change, right? Correct. Do you book your trip? Can you say anything about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a lot of times what happens, uh, as, as Joey was kind of saying, the prices kind of change last minute or they you know, aren't the most well-communicated things on when prices are going to be changed and deals are going to be launched. So for a guest that decides they want to go to vaca- on vacation, let's say in January of next year, we might not know what the pricing or the deals will, are going to be, but they know that they want to go. Um, so what we can do is we can make sure we plan their vacation, get things booked the way they want to. 
And then when Disney decides that they're going to drop a promotion, um, we can go back and look at their their vacation package. And if it makes sense to change it to whatever the promotional deal is, if it's going to save them money, we can then go ahead and make changes so they can take advantage of those savings and then get that vacation, that same exact vacation for the the deal price. But they had the reassurance of knowing they had it booked ahead of time. Yeah, it's kind of like a guardian angel that you have kind of watching out for you to yep. get the best deal. And it's pretty crazy because like we said, this is free everyone out there. I mean, that for people that have not done this, that are booking their first trips or even, you know, first two, three, whatever it is, or just want the convenience of it. And in yep. this case, just that monitoring alone of the deal, it's mm-hmm. totally worth it. So, but today we actually have all the Disney ground, Disney underground cast members have come up with a question for Brian. So we're going to go around and just ask him some of these questions that we were looking for some answers to. So Sam, why don't you go first? All right. So my question would be, what advice would you give someone who would like to become a travel agent? Um, For for someone that wants to get involved with it, the first thing that I would make them aware of would be that they have to have a, a significant amount of time invested into working with communication. Some people, you know, naturally have the gift of gab, so they can talk very well on the phone, but when it comes to writing or responding in text or emails, um, they might fall short. So sometimes you have to make sure that your communication style when you do get started is flexible to the need of what your client are. You can't just force what you want onto them. You have to kind of comply and and work with them to what their their needs are. For me, particularly when I got started, I decided to use like a, a host travel agency company that I was affiliate or that uh, I could become affiliated with. Um, And I did a lot of research uh, as to which one would be the the best fit for me. And there's a lot of different choices and reasons of why you would want to go with a different company. Um, But for me, I chose this company, uh, Magical Travel, because they provide a very good training structure once you get started after the fact. So the way our business, Magical Travel by Brian, works is we're kind of our own separate business entity working under the umbrella of Magical Travel. A lot of the other companies that you might get involved with when you start out um, just throw you to the wind and you have to figure things out on your own. So there is a lot of learning and growing that we have to do, but we do get a lot of support from that company as well. So I would advise anybody that is debating or thinking about getting started is to get involved with a good parent company that's going to support them and be there to answer questions if something does come up that we haven't experienced. So for me being, you know, a relatively newer business too, I have that positive acknowledgement knowing that I can, or positive assurance rather, knowing that I can reach out to them for any help that I need. And then for me, the most critical thing was making sure that you have a, a good business plan, um, setting goals for yourself on where you would like to see yourself, you know, year one, year two, year three, and down the road and, you know, make plans and marketing plans, business plans and such to try to make sure you're achieving those goals. And if things aren't going the way they are, then working and evaluating um, your plans and changing them as you're going to try to meet those goals. What a lot of people don't realize is that when you start out in the beginning too, you don't necessarily get a paycheck right away. We get paid once the travel is completed from a client. So if you book your first client a year and a half out, you're not actually getting a paycheck until after the, the fact uh, from Disney. Oh, so that's just something that that some people, when they start out, they don't realize. And, um, you know, it takes a little bit of time to actually start building a, a good client base and, and business of, of people that are booking with you. So are you saying don't count on that for next month's rent? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not, not until you get a good, reliable flow of uh, customers that you have and 
Um, a lot of that's just early on time that you spend is, is built on building relationships with your clients, yeah. um, you know, trying to show what kind of service and value you have. And then, you know, word starts to spread. They pass the word to their, their friends and their family. And then slowly but surely you kind of snowball into a full business that, that you're, you're constantly busy doing stuff with. Yeah. A couple of things on what you said is number one with uh, aligning yourself with the right company. I think that's really important because in a lot of different businesses, if you jump into things and you get overwhelmed too soon without the right training, you kind of exit out of it before you even gave yourself a chance. So I think that's a really important part to it. And then the other thing with the word of mouth is the Disney community is definitely a good community to be in for that because we share so much on so many things that I see constantly people asking about travel agents and who did you use and how was your you know experience with them and stuff. So I think that is very, very important, like you said, and, and actually a benefit of being involved in it and working with a Disney product. Joey, what do you got? Um, okay. So this question, really, this is, this is less general, more directed toward what's going on right now. So now that Boobash has been announced and tickets are available, are, are you still seeing a high demand um, with the prices as high as they are? Because they are pretty astronomical for the time frame that they're talking about. It's like $200 for a three hour window, which is yeah. crazy to me. Now yep. I know, I know Disney fans and I probably know the answer to this because it just seems that when Disney raises prices on pretty much everything, including admission and dining packages and all kinds of other stuff, it just, there seems to be no limit to that. So I probably know the answer, but I'm still going to ask. <laughs> yeah. So um, your thoughts are, are right. Um, you know, they're still following. Obviously, I don't have the official numbers from Disney to know exactly where sales are in comparison to them. From my experience so far with everything, um, I've had uh, several clients that have actually booked their families for that particular event. I know that uh, we have a group that uh, the other travel planners associated with the, the parent company kind of belong to. And I know that they're all very busy with everything. Um, but just to kind of put things into perspective. So when the tickets launched on, I believe it was on Wednesday, June 8th for individuals who had resorts, their vacations were actually planned and, and booked with resorts already. We had to call in tickets for our clients. So I spent the entire day dialing the phone number that they had provided for that, the ticketing reservation phone number and having technical issues where it was either going through busy, we were getting hung up on disconnected wow. or you're getting put on hold for multiple hours and then getting disconnected. Um, so the, the very first day I was going through that was unsuccessful. The next day I continued calling for my clients just to, uh, to see if I could get something available and see if things were sold out. Um, and it took me until um, on Thursday, about four o'clock in the afternoon before I finally got on hold or placed on hold and then connected to a reservation specialist before we could actually purchase tickets. So if that's any indication, I would say that, that there's still a strong, <laughs> strong desire for people to go to that event, despite the price increase on it. And I can imagine, I mean, get real, they didn't do anything last year, but obviously COVID yeah. you really couldn't do anything. So the excitement's already astronomical as it is. I mean, they're mentioning that the mere fact that they're even talking about, Hey, early July, which I'm hoping for anyway, you know, we're bringing back fireworks, just something that small is such a huge thing. So I can only imagine, especially obviously uh, not so scary, such a huge thing. And I know this is a modified version of it, but it's still something. So yeah. I can only imagine. People are ready to spend their money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, Steph, what do you got for Brian? Well, one thing for me that was a godsend for me that I will never forget this when we used a travel agent, this was several years ago, she steered us away from particular dates that I was looking at to book because they that was when there were so it was a, a 
a week where there were so many sports teams and hordes of cheerleaders <laughs> going to be in that resort. And nothing Sorry, against, cheerleaders. Nothing against those kids. They're adorable. But she said, you know, it gets very hectic at those hotels at that week. So if you just switch your trip to a couple of days out or, you know, modify it a little, if you're a little bit flexible, you'll avoid all of that. Also, like run Disney. And I mean, sorry, no offense to run Disney people, but certain people want to book their trip that aren't interested in having that part of their trip. Yeah. So <laughs> could you, are you, it's kind of like when you book trying to go the off season for low crowds, it's the same type of yeah. request. Yes. So, so can you give us insight to that as to, or steer us in the right direction of what would work for your clients? Absolutely. So um, for me personally, when I talk to new clients or interact, however, whether it's through email, text message, phone calls, um, I like to just kind of have a discussion with them to see where their heads are at. Um, some people you'll talk to them and those types of events don't matter. They're set on this is the date that I need to be going on vacation because that's all I can get out for our guests that have more flexibility in their scheduling and might be concerned about something like that. Um, that is something then that will work with them on selecting dates. So um, for example, like why, uh, Disney's Wide World of Sports will actually have a calendar that we can reference to see you know, when the significant events are going to be on there. Like, for okay. example, I think this past May, they had the, the cheerleading competitions that were there. So, you know, if that was something that you didn't want to see specifically, that would be dates that we can kind of work around and say, like you said, we'll go a week later and you'll avoid that that particular competition and that group of um, children that are going to be there. The issue that you run into is there's just so much stuff always going on in Disney. It's almost like there's something going on. So you got to kind of pick your poison at times. Um, but we definitely can work with our clients and our guests the best that we can to get them the most enjoyable vacation for what they want. Well, and even if they're going on, you can kind of maybe steer them in a different resort angle yeah. to help with that. You know, maybe it's maybe it's worth paying a little bit more to get into a resort that's not all-star resort that, you know, is going to be that's rocking it out. I love yeah. cheerleaders, by the way. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have the last question, have, and this is going to be a brain teaser. I need Brian to name in alphabetical order all the countries in Africa. <laughs> um, so starting with Z, we're going to go backwards. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> My question is, and I've heard this a lot from people, is what if they've booked uh, a Disney vacation with you and there's problems at check-in with the reservation or, or anything else really detail-wise with that? Are you available to help with something that might come up or how does that work? Or, and what do, you, what do you tell your clients about that? possibility. From my perspective, what I do is I make my uh, make sure my clients know that we're not just here for um, until the date that they book a trip. Um, we're not in there for the short haul. I'm in here because I want to try to build relationships with my clients and my guests continue to come back. And that's that's part of the service that I, I like to provide is while you're away on vacation, um, you know, I'll check in periodically. How are things going? What's not going well? You know, is there anything that that you had issues? So like a glaring issue where there's issues with the the reservation when they're checking in, that's something that I could go ahead and I can get in touch with the hotel and get to the bottom of it while they're at the park enjoying their time. We've also had issues with um, dining reservations. So that's a, another part of uh, the service that we offer is we'll help with dining reservations for our guests. Um, I've had 
uh, guests that were away at the park that changed their mind from, you know, wanting to eat at one restaurant later on during the week, but reservations were all booked up. They couldn't figure out what to do. So I made it a point to be checking multiple times a day for them while they were out enjoying their, their family time, enjoying the parks and everything that has to offer. And as long as the availability was there, um, we can make those changes on their behalf and just send them a quick email or text and let them know, you know, we changed this for you, you're all set. So it just kind of goes with the whole stress-free service goal that we're, we're trying. So we're, we're there right until the very end. Yeah, that's awesome. that's awesome. I think that's really one of the most important mm-hmm. points of this whole thing is, you know, you guys are are with whoever you're booking with. It's like you're going on the trip. You're the one that booked the trip and you're going with them. You know, mm-hmm. you're there to, to help it, you know, go smoothly. And I think that's yeah, that great. Yeah, that means a lot. Yep. Well, Brian, I, I really appreciate you taking our questions. It's been great having you back. I wanted to ask you, though, you are a huge original movie Mighty Ducks fan. Did you get a chance to see the series yet? Or I sure did. What did uh, you think? I enjoyed it. I was kind of hoping uh, that there'd be some more of the old characters in more frequently, uh, yeah. making little cameo appearances. But overall, I, I really enjoyed it. I got to to watch a lot of it with my with my daughter and kind of getting her into something that was a big part of my childhood. It was kind of cool that she got to kind of experience that in a different way. Um, so it was, it was real good. Enjoyed it. Nice. Yep. Well, I'm sure um, Brian is going to be available if you, if you have any questions that you might have come to your head while we we're talking about this. Even if you're unsure of of going ahead with a Disney travel agent, contact Brian. You know, just ask the questions. You know, he's just as much a consultant as he is an agent for you to possibly get into it, right, Brian? I mean, just absolutely. If it's not right for you, he'll he'll tell you. But I I encourage you to do this. I think it's it's great for everybody especially on their first trips and also with you know the way things are in disney they're ever changing right now everything is so crazy because of the vaccines and everything so many things are getting lifted every day you need a friend you need a friend my friend to help you with this so thanks again brian um once again everyone you can check out and contact brian at www.magicaltravelbybrian.com you can email him at brian at magicaltravel.com or by phone 1-800-883-1535 extension 55 his personal number it no i'm kidding (laughs) so till we meet again my friend um have a rip-roaring day it was it was great thank you you too thank you for having me on it's it's great hopefully uh won't be so long between uh now and next time anytime absolutely thanks for coming thank you thank you All right, let's break into the news, everybody. We got a lot of it. We've been gone for a while. So Joey or Sam, let's uh, lead it off. All right. So Walt Disney World has recently made some changes to their social distancing policies. Recently, some attractions in the theme parks are beginning to fill in all available roles. We are even seeing some of the social distancing markers removed from attraction lines in the parks, as well as shops and restaurants in Disney Springs. These markers have also been removed from the small boats between Magic Kingdom and the Polynesian Village and the Grand Floridian Resorts. It was Stephanie, the boats. Yeah, that's good news. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's really big. I mean, when we went a couple weeks ago, they were still there. So, I mean, not that everybody was social distancing because nobody was, but yes, the markers were still there. Yeah. I heard the Mm -hmm. Mexican pavilion also took them away. Oh. I don't know how I feel about this because, you know, I still want people to stay the heck away from me. Like, just, I don't like it. 
Bring your own markers, Joey. Yeah. I don't like <laughs> I, I, whap right on each side. Yeah. I mean, I know they want to fill in available spaces, but I'm sorry. We're not at a point where you can be right next to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Someone will I'm be like, sir, sir, you can't take the markers with you. These are mine. I brought them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, listen, I get it. We're, we're you know, you can, the, the spaces, you know, they're starting to remove some of the, uh, the partitioning and stuff like that. But, and I'm not saying we got to be six feet, but I still don't think people should be literally touching your backpack. I feel like it's, it's going a little, little quick. Like it is. It is. it is. And I agree. We're still not like, I, I get things are opening and I get that some of the numbers are coming down, but we're not even close to being out of this, like not even close. And I get there's a bunch of people that are vaccinated, but there are a ton that are not that are running around acting like they are. So I, a study that I had just read this week and I was telling Sammy, it's interesting because they said, yeah, the numbers are coming down and the numbers are looking way better as far as, you know, hospitalizations and all that other stuff, but only for people that are vaccinated. They did yeah. a state actually separated it. The people that are unvaccinated, it's still raging wild right now, like raging wild. And the hospitalizations are up among people that are not vaccinated. So it's like there's like two different it's like two different stories. You've got the vaccinated people and what's going on with it, and then the ones that aren't and what's going on. So that's why I'm kind of I mean, listen, when we went, it was perfectly fine, felt safe. There was no real issues. Maybe once or twice people got a little too close. I had to turn around and stare at them to get them to move. But outside of that, because some people are just they're just tone deaf. But for the most part, it wasn't really an issue, but I can see yeah. where this could be an issue where they're like, you know, fill in every available space. I mean, they could really cram you into some of these things. So that has me concerned on some of this, but otherwise, I, mean, I you know, I get it. It's just, it seems like things are really starting to speed up a little too quick, but. I mean, I, it's weird. When we went to Universal, like some rides, they would do every other role. And then some rides they were like, no, just. Yeah, it was interesting. When we went on um, Fast and Furious, it was separated. By the partitions, the way they did it. And then King Kong, which is the same ride system where it's like a bus. Yeah, no, everybody was just jammed next to each other. No partitions, no nothing. So I'm like, how are you in one ride, which is the same ride system, you have it different than the one that it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I thought they got rid of King Kong. No, mm-hmm. Skull Island. No, it's it's still it's, there. Not the it's a new one. It's not the original yeah. one. So, you know, oh, uh, what are they doing on Jaws? <laughs> yeah, but I know there's no more Jaws. Yeah. By the way, real quick. An interesting thing is that they've got the uh, sanit- hand sanitizing stations everywhere around Universal and Islands with no hand sanitizing in any of them. So oh. just, yeah, every time after time, we would get off rides and put our hands and I'm like, OK, that's empty. That's empty. I think in the entire park, we must have found a handful, pun intended, a handful of them <laughs> uh, that actually had them. But 90 percent of them had nothing in it. I'm like, OK, so they just oh. don't. At that point, it's like, OK, so you just don't care. I get it. I'm yeah. just used to them being full or at least usable on a majority of them, not the other way around. So yeah. that's all. All right. Carry on. Mandalorian season three will begin filming by late 2021, early 2022, and will likely not premiere on Disney Plus until late 2022. Speculated reasons for the long delay are possibly due to other commitments for the lead actor, Pedro Pascal, as well as their other LA stages being used for other Star Wars projects. I'm so sorry. This sad. sucks. That's all I'm going to say. That sucks. <laughs> I yeah. want... Like, stay on a schedule, man. Like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't even do it yearly? I, I really want another another season. Also... It appears that due to a recent filed permit, Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid will be undergoing some updates and refurbishments. No details have been released, but it appears that the permits are for general maintenance. I'm actually pretty excited about that. I think it needs like some type of changes. I, do I like it, but I don't know. Like it's general maintenance. Well, we're hoping that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it needs some type of update. Like, I don't know. They've now created a giant founder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would like that. Sebastian. 
<laughs> I do like it, but it needs people to forget about that ride. I yeah, do. And you I know it, pass it. it what? It's a little forgettable. You don't like it? No, I do like it. Yeah, I agree. I didn't realize how good it was mm -hmm. for a long time because there's not much talk about it. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom cards and people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And also they, they make it a little confusing because the entrances are literally right next to each other. Yeah. So what happens is you think you're getting on one when you realize this is just the photo. Well, the, the meet and greet that was there before. Yeah. So you're not sure which one's the ride, which one's the meet and greet. So it's easy to miss because you don't really advertise too much. Like you don't really see, yeah. you know, the, the signage and stuff out front is not really telling. So yeah, I agree. Or the DVC queue, their little kiosk thing is kind of, is kind of like over there wow. too. Like, is this the entrance for the ride? Actually, it's across the way from it. It is. It's on the other side. Okay. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking but about. They really, they do such a good job of theming. <laughs> that was the entrance to the ride. Okay, it's just me. Anyway. <laughs> on. <laughs> Next. So Walt Disney World has continued more reopenings, which means a continued need for more cast members. A bunch of new job opportunities have recently popped up on the Disney Career website. You can find full and part-time cast member positions for food and beverage hosts, quick service restaurants, lead line cooks, prep cooks, and many more. If you've always dreamed of working for Disney, now is your chance. I am hoping that they bring back this meal plan. Like, I miss it. Especially now we're going for eight days. I loved getting the meal plan. I don't care if they give, like, a discount and say, hey, you can only do quick service because nothing is open. I'll take that. But the fact that, like, it's, like, nothing. Like, you can't even... I, feel, I don't know. I just... I like to have my trip paid for. It's a huge omission. Plan really for. Is. Yeah. And it's... I'm hoping that with this, maybe in the next week they start, I don't know, kind of offering I don't know. It. I know they haven't mentioned it, but man, it's um at least, yeah, like she was saying, maybe do like just a, just like a meal plan for maybe just quick service or something yeah. like that instead of the sit yeah. down. I it is, love that. it's, it's, it's a huge omission and it is so expensive. Food is so expensive there, you know, yeah. especially over the course of when we were just there for just a few days, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even into Monday. I, I don't know. I'm not even sure how much we spent, but it's a ton of money. Every time, you know, you sit down, even when you go to these places like homecoming and even when you add in quick service here and there, and even when you're eating off property, just over the course, you know, cause you got to eat multiple times a day. Yeah. Now, you know, fortunately for us, it was just me, you know, Sammy and Aiden, but this next trip will be, you know, four of us. That's the biggest, that's one of the biggest omissions that re really needs to come back. And we're going for eight days. Yeah. So that's, so like, it's that's a be, lot. Yeah. To me, it, it was always nice to have. So I'm hoping now that they're reopening that they'll bring that back. Yeah. Cause we already knew you, like she's saying, you already know how much you've spent on food. Like it's yeah. kind of yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You might go here and there outside of that, but for the most part you're, you're set. And the snacks. So yeah, they, they, it includes snacks, so a mini yeah. pretzel, and you like know that. what? It keeps you on task because you're the day you're like, oh look, we still got we still got yeah. two snacks to use up, so let's make sure that we use them. So you're mm -hmm. you know you're making sure that you're eating and drinking pretty much throughout the day because yeah, you know point. when you're yeah because you know sometimes you're just going and going and going. You're like, man, we forgot to eat lunch. Like we're just yeah. I yeah. like the option of getting snacks and being able to eat them whenever you want. Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. So so hopefully now with more reopenings that they'll bring that back. Yeah. There is a rumor that fireworks display might be back as early as July 4th for the Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Until Disney announces anything, this is only a rumor, of course. But it is worth mentioning that apparently cast members have been heard openly saying that this possibility to guest at both parks and that this has been reported to have been heard from multiple sources. Normally, we don't mention much for rumors, but this would be so huge. We thought we had to. What a great gift this would be for July 4th, right? And it would make sense if they were to do that. 
Yeah. I, so. I, I saw that too. That that could be huge. It is weird. You know, you have multiple, even though it's a rumor, there's multiple oh, yeah. sources, multiple cast oh, members. It's, it's like, why are they saying that? Yeah. And with what we just said before on how fast everything's going, I don't know. I can't imagine it not being true. It, it seems yeah. like it falls right in line with everything. It's totally. Yeah. And with everything else opening up and removing the the, the markers and all that stuff, that stuff is probably, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Because I if feel like they could even do it as a test and just see mm-hmm. how it goes. I mean, if they're going to test for any day, July 4th is the day. I was going to say that would be the one that makes the most sense. All right. So continue with the news. Uh, new upcoming Disney Plus series, Turn on Hooch, is set to debut on July 16th. The new series will not be a remake, but more of a reboot. Lead actor Josh Peck plays U.S. Marshal Scott Turner, uh, the son of Hank's character from the original 89 film of the same name. So it's funny because I didn't even know until I just recently saw a post about this, I guess, advertising that it was coming. And they were kind of comparing the original, you know, photo or the original poster to the new one and stuff. I, was, I didn't even know they were rebooting this or not rebooting, but, you know, kind of, yeah. I guess, more of a reboot. So, all right, moving on. Uh, the Disney Plus series, The Book of Boba Fett, looking very much to this. It's set to debut in December of this year, which thank God, because obviously they're dropping the ball on Mandalorian. Well, maybe uh, that helps a little bit, right? I guess. Anyway, they've just completed filming in Los Angeles after six months. So that's great. At least to know that they've already done filming. The yeah. series stars Tamara Morrison and Ming-Na Wen and is executively produced by Jean Favreau and Dave Filoni. But maybe that's why they did push it. Maybe. I mean, I'm looking you forward to, to get it. these in but, sections, you know. But man, you got to like the last time you see The Mandalorian, what, what, you're, you're having like a year and a half between seasons. That's just... I'm sorry. That's ridiculous to me. The only thing about this that's good, though, about Mandalorian is there, you know, of kind of the rumor that it might not happen. Yeah, so, they've always talked about that. Pedro Pascal. Like and these other Pascal. series were going to kind of take over, possibly. So maybe. I like okay. that I'm going to get Boba Fett and I'll get the Mandalorian. I, I mean, I agree. Uh, I mean, hey, listen, this might turn out to be even better. I don't know. You know, I don't I, I wouldn't want them at the same time, kind of, because you know how much you have to like focus on these like i know the attention listen to me mr star wars talking <laughs> yeah we're i mean i felt it was such a commitment and piece of art like i really need to be a part of it and maybe that kind of takes away from it if you have these on top of each other yeah maybe yeah you know? mm-hmm. i mean maybe you're right and may I, I don't know i just i guess it burns me because it's like a year between seasons yeah. only like six episodes like it's just true drives me crazy so it does give the respect to both of them. I, I will say it that. does. I mean, I am look. Listen, at least we have this to look forward to. Aside from some of the other series that are going on right now and also still coming. So yeah, I'm just going to have a throw a question out here. Uh, do you think there's going to be possibly uh, any merch for Boba Fett? <laughs> no, no. I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we already have it. You you read it the last time we did the news. I know. Yeah, there's gonna be just, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Oh yeah. Listen, they can monetize yeah. all this stuff. You know that. That has always been, you know, a huge character that people want merch on before any of this ever happens. So this is gonna be a big deal. It's not like it's Groku, baby Yoda. It's not like this fad. It's this is a hardcore character that's getting his due. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's been so they better do it right. Especially considering they took the time to write him into Mandalorian and bring him back from you're talking Return of the Jedi. I mean, like, you know, the long rumored that he was dead, he wasn't dead, and all that other stuff. And then when they confirm that he's not, and then they bring him back and all that stuff, and then yeah. they confirm, hey, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make a series about him alone. Yeah. 
It's got to be good. I mean, this is really cool not to keep going on and on about this, but it's really cool that this angle came out of Star Wars because it was kind of like, you know, when those other three movies came out after the heart, you know, the core three, a lot of people weren't into it. I mean, I think this direction is more in line with what people wanted when those three movies came out. So it's cool. And also John Favreau. I love that he's obviously I love you him. already know it's good. He, he, he's going too. to take that control over it that it needs. Um next up, okay. So last week, obviously and this goes into the next series. Um last week, Breakfast Cereal, uh, Lucky Charms. Everybody knows, which I love. Uh, love. Gotta make a- <laughs> love. more than combos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, one is a snack, one is a cereal. Oh. Uh, you know, come on. More than Frosted Flakes? Yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, so last week, Lucky Charms got a makeover and became Loki Charms, which <laughs> the exclusive version of the cereal went on sale at mischievouslydelicious.com last Wednesday and, of course, instantly sold out. So Lucky Charms tweeted out an announcement about the rebranded cereal. So, you know, who's excited? There's been a disruption in our reality, and Lucky Charms have shape-shifted into a new mischievous delicious form. So the cereal was limited to only 3,500 boxes which is nothing. So that's kind of like when Lucky Charms did the marshmallow only boxes. Did you guys know about that? No. Very limited amount. Yeah. They made, it was just an entire box of the marshmallows, (laughs) (laughs) which is just dangerous. It's really mess with them. Yum. Yeah. Yeah, Because I eat around the oats to get to the marshmallows. Yeah. See, there you go. Oh, totally. Oh yeah. All right, so next up, Disney recently announced more restaurant reopenings for Walt Disney World. First is Sebastian's Bistro, located at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, and it'll be opening reopening on June 24th. And second, Ohana, thank God, Yay. located at the Polynesian, the Polynesian Village Resort, and scheduled to reopen on July 9th. Although some bad news regarding Ohana, characters will still not be able to be available for breakfast, um, as well as not serving their famous noodles upon reopening. <laughs> Fans are outraged over the very popular Ohana family noodles being but it, not I available. Mean, I mean, this is getting mm-hmm. nuts. People are freaking out. Are freaking out. Yes, I know. Have you had the noodles when you went there? I have no, not. because you know what? Anytime we've gone there, generally has been breakfast. Breakfast, yeah. Uh, so we usually eat and then go straight go straight to Magic Kingdom. Have we so, ever done dinner? I don't think we've ever no. We done haven't dinner. done dinner there. No. Yet. I mean, this has gone so far as to people saying. I think the only reason people are reporting the Skyliner, another crash news, is to take away the focus from the Ohana noodles. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. Twitter is like blown up, I guess. Really? About this. Yes. You guys had it? No. They're not happy. I've never had it. I haven't either, but I would have them for sure. Well, now I want them. Yeah, we now I want it. I want to try it. We said we were going to be going there for dinner next time. Mm-hmm. Not, not, I mean, people are saying we're never going there now. That's how much they love these noodles. Uh, cancel culture. You got to love it. Yeah, well, that makes... Okay, well, that's all the more reason to go there now. Now we have to. I yeah. understand their point, though. When you love something that's a staple... Of course. Away, yeah. I can see it. Of course. I get it. I mean, yeah. I get it. But that's yeah. all I got for the news. Stephanie, what do you, what do you got? Right. I've got a celebration. <laughs> To celebrate the success of the new film, Corella, Walt Disney World will be giving guests an opportunity to have their very own Corella photo shoot. Guests can enjoy this limited time photo pass while visiting Epcot's UK Pavilion. Wait, okay. wait, wait a second. First. What? Wait, what's a sec? So what is the photo shoot? Is it actually with her? Well, yeah. So are they going to put you in like a virtual background scene or something? That's what I kind of think maybe because I don't, they're not really doing these unless they're the only virtual backdrop. Uh, hey, <laughs> that's right. Because they're All only right. doing selfie meet and greet type 
pictures right, right You're now. right. Duh. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Okay. Well. So that's not so cool. Would you wait in line for that? No. Well, there, maybe there isn't a line. <laughs> yeah, there might not be one. Yeah. Looks like you're like an all newsy background, like a headline. Yeah. You guys, I know you saw this too. Dan and I just saw Corilla on Saturday. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Can we talk about it for a second? A we need second? to. No yeah. spoilers, but let's. No spoilers. no spoilers. But everything from the acting to the costumes, the music. Aiden is listening to the music on Apple Music every day. Like just everything in general. I, I loved it. And I thought, obviously, Emma Stone was outstanding. She was. Yeah. I did too. My new crush. Really? I know, Dan. <laughs> I well, love listen. all these rock and roll outfits i love it yeah and what did you think they really nailed the rock and roll i i was the punk you were they, concerned about that i was concerned because when people do punk especially disney and i don't like the um what's the what's the series the disney series where it's the kids of the villains yes Sentence, right and and i being an old punk rocker myself i just think people miss the mark on the grit and the real punk rock they nail whoever who the, the look of that show of Corella, they nailed the punk rock. Yeah, just yeah. the grittiness of the overall movie. And I mean, the music alone is is nuts that they had that much licensed music. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can tell because even in the very end where they use um, Black Sabbath, they only yeah. use just the very little intro and then they go into Rolling Stones, so cool. Sympathy for the Devil. It's like, I heard that they just said, we just want to write out what the music we want and we'll see what yeah. happens. And I think they got most of the licensing for everything. The thing that I will say they failed at though, as, as far as now, I don't see a vinyl release for this and I think it, it needs it because I want it. I'm surprised there's not. I know. But this, my friends, is absolutely one of my favorite Disney movies mm-hmm. of all time. Yep. That's how much I loved it. And I won't give away the very ending. But if you go to the movie, stay after the credits because it's oh, yeah. at the end that Disney, oh, I'm getting emotional. Disney adds a little thing at the end that is absolutely the right touch and absolutely what they should have done. And they did it. And oh I gosh, love I have it. Chills. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. And people were talking leaving i was getting irritated Stephanie we were was crying so mad because <laughs> it's such an important cool part so make sure you stay and see that stay till the end i would highly suggest you go to the theater for this thing because mm-hmm. this the overall sound of the movie along with the soundtrack is spectacular mm-hmm. they yep. just they nailed it they nailed they really it really did well it's definitely oh. their one of their it might be one of their all-time best live actions that they've done and yeah. Clearly, they knew what they had because, I mean, it instantaneously after, you know, it first started showing, they had already announced they're already working on part two. So they already know. Okay. There will also be eight brand new booths coming to Epcot Food and Wine Festival this year with five openings on July 15th, including the first one is Brew Wing at the Epcot Experience. Explore an array of crowd-pleasing picks like chicken wings and flatbreads, <laughs> along with assorted beers and ciders. The second one is Rotunda Bistro, nosh on tasty cuisine featuring fresh seafood and produce Produce in the American Adventure. Produce? Alien. I like that. Produce. <laughs> I want some fresh produce. Where's, yeah, where's your fresh produce located at? <laughs> <laughs> the swanky sassy swine. Try out tantalizing pork dishes along with wine, beer, or a cocktail. This next one. I'm excited. This is for all you Ohana fans out there. This yep. next one. 
The Noodle Exchange, savor the flavors of the Far East, served up in delicious noodle dishes. Next up is the Tangerine Cafe, flavors of the Medina. Treat your senses to traditional Moroccan cuisine like grilled kebabs and a falafel pita. Yum. I like that name. I do too. Three more will open later in October 1st, including... Kenya. Set off on a safari of flavor as you enjoy traditional Kenyan food and beer. Lobster Landing. Get a taste of New England as you indulge in luscious lobster creations. Oh, yeah. Right? And Ooh, this this is a big one for oh, you. Yeah, yeah, this one big. Yeah. Mac and Eats. Discover macaroni and cheese combos your mom never imagined. Yum, yum, yes, yum, please. It's worth noting that um, these are the new ones. We'll obviously be reporting more on this as it you know moves yeah. ahead. And yeah. there's obviously favorites that are still there from the last one, but mm-hmm. these are the new ones. Very excited. Disney is now reopening mo- some previously closed areas in the Magic Kingdom. Disney has now reopened the circus tent at the Dumbo Ride. Guests still must wear face masks while enjoying the play area in the circus tent. This is the first play area in Walt Disney World to reopen. Hopefully more will follow soon. I'm really excited about that one because they have a lot of merch. Yeah. Big store. And there's so many. I like that tent. the store. Yeah, it is. They said the play area. This is the tent behind the Dumbo ride opposite oh. the big yeah, this top. Isn't the, this isn't the, the, the big top circus thing you're thinking. Yeah, no. This is where the water is? No, it's... No. Oh, that's when you're waiting in line. Yes. And here's um, the ride, and there's a tent back here. Yeah. It's yes. got the play area. I mean, it's huge. Nice. Yeah, yeah you have to yeah, wait yeah, in yeah. line. You peaked in it, like I normal. Did. Yeah, I did. I was... Yeah, yeah I what's in here? But yeah, I do miss that tent. Disney legend Dick Van Dyke has received the Kennedy Center honor. His Mary Poppins co-star and lifelong friend Julie Andrews was featured in a special introduction for Dick Van Dyke for the event. Andrews shared that Dick is, in quotes, endlessly kind, wildly imaginative, insanely talented, and hilariously funny. Julie also added, every day is super califragilistic expialidocious with you, Dick, and received after receiving his honors, Dick Van Dyke shared, all those numbers reminded me of how much fun I had over the years. I wasn't even working for a living. They were paying me to play. The 95-year-old has a crazy, successful career, which began in radio hosting. Dick then moved onto a stage performing and Broadway and later moved onto television and film. One of his most iconic works include The Music Man, Mary Poppins, The Dick Van Dyke Show, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Night at the Museum, Diagnosis Murder, and Mary Poppins Return. This is big news for Gene because Gene's favorite movie is Mary Poppins. Yeah. So this one goes out to you, Gene. There you go. This is really cool. I mean, it couldn't it be presented to a cooler person mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. I mean, he's he reminds me of like Bob Gurr, you know, with yep. his enthusiasm for everything, and he's he's kind of always the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's cool. Yep. All right, okay. Stephanie, All right. I got some news that you're gonna like. Well, let's hear it. I reported, I believe, the last podcast that Goofy was doing some fishing uh, at Disney Springs, I believe it was. Well, now Goofy was sighted fishing out a boot from the what literally a boot from the waters of the Disney Hollywood Studios. That's so cool. Yeah, just where the water pond, I don't know, it's man. Yeah. 
randomly. And so I hope they're listening because this is what we need more of these random things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Love them. In the pond where like Gertie is and all that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So well, cool. I didn't see a video. I only saw a picture and that's what it appeared to, to be is that. That's so cool. Okay. Let's get back into the Boobash event that we were mentioning with Brian. Tickets for the new Magic Kingdom after hours event Boobash are now on sale and it went flawlessly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, that was I. I pre-wrote that. No, Boobash is the new after-hours event replacing Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. While there won't be any parades or fireworks, there will still be music and cavalcades during the event. The tickets officially went on sale on June 8th at 7 a.m. Although it's been very difficult for guests to get through to cast members to purchase tickets, people waited for over two hours or more on hold for tickets, as Brian testified. Many guests took to social media to voice their complaints. Disney's After Hours Boo Bash will run on selected nights from August 10th to October 31st. The pricing for the event will run $129 to $139 plus tax for August and and September dates, $159 to $169 plus tax for October dates, except for Halloween night, which are on sale For the very affordable price of $199 plus tax. Take into account, this is not even the same amount of hours that the old party Mm -hmm. used to be. No, it's like three hours. It's seven. It's like three hours. Yeah. In addition to no fireworks. I think it's four. I think it's seven at night. It kind of, I don't know, for that price. And you're not. I don't think so. So it's saying here that the the event nights in August and September will be from 9.30 to 12.30. I don't know. I find that so late. Uh, That's what I'm looking for here. Let me see. This is uh, just not as Brian. Three hours, isn't it? Yeah, it's three hours. Yeah, I mean, as Brian tested too, people are booking left and right, but that's not necessarily because they don't have an issue with this price. It's because everybody just wants to go on a trip. And I think yeah. they've decided already they're going on mm-hmm. that trip before this news ever hit. And so I don't think it's okay. I, I do not look at this in a Like, positive. what are they doing different so, than. Right. That's so scary. And besides, real, just hold that event. Hang on, real quick. It does right. It says on most nights it's going to be from nine to twelve, and then other nights, right? Other nights it'll be nine thirty to twelve thirty. So it's three hours. But go ahead. So what are they doing that's different than not so scary? Besides the no parades, like what are they doing to justify that price? Yeah, they're not the- doing anything to justify it. That's the problem. They're doing things, but not. They're taking away so many things. Yeah. And taking away the hours. I mean, this is one of the worst things I've ever seen Disney do in my mind. And they're jacking the price up. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah. it wasn't, it was probably what, like 80? It wasn't even close were. to this. This is $70 more, I hear, than last year's. Yes. Yeah. And then they would let you start, they would start giving you the uh, the bands, you know, to get in or like to stay there. Yeah. Four. So. Yeah. 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 That's like Christmas. Just like the Christmas party. Yeah. Exactly. So you got your hours, you got way more time to speed it. So it justified the cost, which even though it wasn't even near as as expensive as this. So yeah, I'm just not. You know what I feel who we can thank is one word. Oh, Chapstick. (laughs) Yep. I smell him all over this. Yeah. It's not. Well, of course it is. It's not the right vibe. It would be one thing, kind of what Sam is hinting at as to what are they offering. If they've really done a different event. Mm-hmm. That's Halloween based that has totally different things offered and they decided that's the price. Right. But you're taking away an annual event now that people love and replacing it with something beyond subpar, taking away mm-hmm. the hours that you're going to be there and charging 
way more. I mean, this is not looking out right for your gas environment. Yeah. When it first it came out, I'd sent her a text with it, and I, you know, when we saw the prices, I'm like, yeah, no, no. Now, if if they're starting to bring fireworks by July 4th, will wow. that change by the time Halloween comes? August, September, would that change? I don't think so. I I brought that up uh, the last time about that being that things are speeding up, would they possibly add, you know, the parade and stuff? I feel that because they haven't prepared for that, at least that we haven't heard, I don't think they would put that together that fast. There are rehearsals that go into, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I was hoping. What about the rehearsals? What were you going to say? Let's talk about that. Rehearsals need to start and they need to have their people and they need to have their design of it i mean there's a lot of work that goes into these things yeah. Think yeah. Do overnight think of how they change everything that's because overnight. they've planned all that out yeah. a lot say, of that hey, right. hey harvey get over here yeah. we're gonna right. do the christmas swap tonight i mean it doesn't happen like that hey make sure you get the tree out of the warehouse oh crap why don't you give me a little oh. bit more notice than a day okay. yeah okay <laughs> you never know i think i want to hold on to that like Hope well, it'd be great, you know, to have those grave diggers. Maybe or, not the show, but maybe fireworks. Yeah, but doesn't justify the price. That's not going to justify it to me. But it helps a little bit. Like, are they giving free cookies? Like how they do for Christmas? Yeah, but that's but already that's, part of it. Yeah, no. that's what you expect. You yeah, expect it. They cookie. are doing stuff like that, but because I know for the Halloween they would just do the candy. They weren't. I don't think they were giving free like cookies or right. not like cookies. no. But you got the you actually you actually got the villain the villain show in front of the castle. Yeah, you got the parade the boot you know the the booty you parade. You obviously had the meet and greets Jack Skellington. You know all the villains going around, and obviously you had ex- way more hours than three. So mm-hmm. and it was seventy dollars cheaper. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and people somewhat question, like we've talked about these events anyway, because they don't really change per year. And you start thinking, is it really worth that money? You know, and it was already kind of questionable. And now they're going to take away so much. I don't know. It just, with everything that's gone on, it just doesn't sit well with me. Agreed. Yeah. But everybody's buying the tickets. Like it doesn't, that's what I'm saying. I don't care about that. Because I think it just keep doing it. I think that will that will not keep going every year. I don't think. I think it's because the pandemic is ending to a degree. It's opening up. People need a trip. They're going to go anyway. Yep. Because they they have to go. But this is going to not be. They're going to have to go back tomorrow the way they set it up before. Not if not if it's sold out and people are buying. Because people have a different philosophy now than they will two years from now. Yeah, it's sold out right now because they haven't had anything for the longest time. Yeah. This is all, this is it. So they're going to pay. They don't care what it is. Well, That's this will be our first year not going. There you because go. Because of this. Because yeah. of the. Yeah. yeah, it's too much. Yeah, I mean, it's too much money. We already pay for annuals. So to add on. Yeah. It's going to be four or $500 for the four of us to go. For three hours? For three hours. That's, That's a lot. Thanks, that. Chapstick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we struggled with the Christmas party every year. Yeah. You get way more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. All right, go ahead. As you know, the Jungle Cruise has been going undergoing changes that will impact its entire storyline while continuing to delight guests with the same spirit and theme we've loved for generations. And I think we've all liked what we've seen so far. The tale will be that of a skipper, not the same one as the one on your boat, of course, and his group of unfortunate passengers as they encounter many travel woes. During your journey through the backside of water, you can spot the skipper Felix Pinchman, the 13th, and his expedition he's led up to a tree to escape a rhinoceros. We've been keeping up with this attraction's updates 
And we've already told you about that big scene that's now been completely redone and swapped out for these new characters. Now, where the former pygmy camp was located, is this new little house that says, Welcome to Boats and Baits and Bites. The new structure seems to be a new business that has joined the jungle selling jungle fare and supplies. We'll wonder what other changes will come about. I mean, the thing that's weird about this, and I guess kind of cool, is all these are going while the ride is open. Like, this right. hasn't shut down, so... It's yeah, they just adding stuff and removing stuff and... Yeah. yeah, I don't know if this is all happening at night after they close or if they're actually like you're going by and you're they're working on a spot. I don't know. But yeah, but it's greenery. They put those green tarps, you know, those leafy green tarpy things and they're working on it. That's what I saw on Instagram. Now, okay. I'm not saying they're doing that all the time, but I saw. Yeah, I don't know. But a lot of changes and uh, it's, it's moving ahead. So I, I, I'm hoping that the end result, even though. A lot of people are bumming out about things that are being taken away. I hope the end result makes us feel good, which I think it will do. I think the the same vibe vibe of it will be there. So I'm I'm not as upset about this as I thought I would be when it first started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they're just redoing it, but it's going to have the same cool kind of look. The comedy will still be there, which is the most important. Now, recently in the seas with Nemo and friends in Epcot, the aquarium that houses over 2,000 different animals that they call home. Scuba Mickey was seen saying hi to guests underwater. That's so cool. He was swimming yeah. all around the tank saying hi to guests as he passed. Our favorite mouse even stopped to pose for some pictures with guests. Scuba Mickey has made an appearance here on World Ocean Day in the past, and it was exciting to hear he was back again this year. Once again, these are the things that I love. Mm-hmm. These things that aren't planned. Well, it's planned on their part, but for it's a guest announced. coming into the park, you're walking up and you see Mickey. He was in full scuba gear, <sighs> swimming in a tank in front of you. I mean, come on. That's magic that's magic oh my god it's funny it's funny that you mentioned that um now it just reminded me when we were at hollywood studios this is on the other side where i know goofy was doing his little fishing thing but at one point i was standing there you know where you're kind of coming down main street and right before you get to the big open area where uh, mickey's and minnie's runaway railway is right in front of you there's a there's a statue on the left where the guy's got like the he's like the film in the movie it's like the brass okay on the opposite side there there's another pillar there and i'm just standing there and uh, me and aiden were waiting for sammy she had went over to the starbucks and out of nowhere donald had come out of the door there and started watering the plants (gasps) yeah and then was letting us come up and take selfies with him which was crazy but it's exactly what you're talking about. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Just random event happened to be. I'd never seen that before. I was like, oh, I turned. I said, Aiden, look, there's uh, there's Donald watering plants. <laughs> so, I can't take it. I hope that they don't stop doing this kind of thing once we get rolling even more out of the pandemic. Because I think this is something that really needs to stick. Mm-hmm. Well, can I tell my quick story that goes along with these random characters? When I was very young, one of my first, one of our first uh, trips to Disney was um, at River Country. And I mean, this is a million years ago. And my sister and I still talk about it because it was magical, complete magic. We're all at River Country and all of a sudden Donald and Goofy go by and they're water skiing just out of nowhere. And we were screaming. I mean, I this was so long ago and we still talk about that today. So you, it, it, it does impact people. Yeah. It's, that makes a huge difference. I would never think to see someone, and I know they've done it before, but I would never think to see somebody 
in one of these these costumes like Mickey scuba diving. Yeah. I know. How did they do that? Well, I got one last news item here. Okay. It's summertime and it's time for outdoor activities, camping, the beach, cookouts, and of course, Disney Christmas ornaments. Oh, there no. you go. Yeah, Stephanie. Oh, no. Christmas all year round. We don't even even That's know. right. Hallmark is releasing two new Disney keepsake ornaments on July 10th. The first one is a Disney Mickey Mouse Storyteller statue ornament for $17.99. Storytellers is, of course, the bronze statue depicting Walt Disney standing next to his famous creation, Mickey Mouse, who is kind of standing on a suitcase. The second one is the one I found pretty unique. It's the Disney Autopia, a futuristic freeway to fun is what it's called, (laughs) ornament. Mickey Mouse drives a red Autopia car, the detailed ornament features bumpers and wheels that turn and is also on a piece of track for $18.99. It's super it. cool. That's it's so super cool. cool and weird. Yeah. So <laughs> we I had to bring it up. Ornaments. The Christmas ornaments, we love them. We yeah. have a ton of them. The tree's covered in them. And every year we look for new of the, uh, you know, the new porcelain set pieces, I guess. We have a bunch of them. Sammy's a you know real big fan of that stuff. So cool. yeah, so our, our but our whole tree is Disney ornaments, the whole thing. You know, these new ornaments coming out, I'll definitely check them out, especially uh, that one sounds interesting, especially having the piece of track on it and stuff like that. So yeah, we collect the ornaments now. I love uh, Hallmark. But we can't have a tree because of our cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I I put a tree out on the balcony last year mm-hmm. and she and she was like, Why don't you just have it inside? I'm like, it's not gonna go. And so now when I had it out there. All year, he was pawing at the door to get out there to try to eat the tree. I mean, so it's yeah, not so going to... we can't have a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for ruining Christmas needs, Peds. <laughs> Disney TV and Movie Minute. <laughs> okay, that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV Movie Minute, brought to you by our very own JSA Creations. Joey, what do you guys do at JSA Creations? Or maybe you want to let Sam take it this week. We make all your ears come true. Yeah, you do. And, and Dan. Make all your ears come, come true. true. <laughs> there you go. All right, so uh, coming to Disney Plus this coming week, and obviously since we've been gone, um, Loki, which is going to be mentioned, has already come out, which is Fantastic, by the way, in case anyone hasn't seen it, highly recommended. It features the God of uh, Mischief as he steps out of his brother's shadow in a new series that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Tom Hiddleston returns as the title character, joined by Owen Wilson, Gugu Mabatha-Ra, Sophia DeMartino, Wunmi Mosaku, and Richard E. Grant. Kate Heron directs Loki. And Michael Waldron is head writer. The show's awesome. Definitely uh, check it out. And it's it's really awesome in the way that they've worked this series from, you know, the events that happened after Endgame and the way they kind of played that off. It's really, it's really um, smart in the way they did it. So it's actually pretty awesome. So definitely check that out. So next up, we're going to Sammy. So Raya and the Last Dragon is finally on Disney+. Plus. So for everybody who hasn't watched it, please watch it. It's so cute. I loved it. I'm looking forward to seeing this finally. I did uh, hold out. I, I didn't want to go see it. I mean, I wanted to see it in the theater, yeah. but it's like, I'm just going to wait on this one. So yeah. I'm excited to see this. It Me looks, too. the animation looks really cool. Yes, yeah. definitely go watch it. it. We loved it. So also, the season finale for Big Shot is coming up. Uh, I just started watching it. So I'm going to have lots to still see, but so far it's, it's pretty good. I, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I actually do like it. Yeah. John Stamos is so good in it, right? Yeah. I just like, I guess I've never seen him in a role like that, yeah. that it kind of threw me off a little bit, but I actually like it. I love the girls and all the, how different they all are. 
So it's pretty good. So if you haven't seen it, I don't want to give out too much, but yeah, there's some good messages in there and it's also teen based, but enough adult in it that both can kind of watch it. And I'm excited to to see what happens. Mm -hmm. I haven't really heard if like this is going to be it or if they're going to do another season. Yeah, I I can't imagine it because it's been successful and it's it's really good. It is. It is. So I'm, I'm curious to see how it ends. And then also Luca set in a beautiful seaside town on the Italian Riviera Disney and Pixar's original featured film, Luca, is coming of age story about one young boy experiencing an unforgettable summer filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. Luca shares these adventures with his newfound best friend, but all of the fun is threatened by a deeply held secret. They are sea monsters from another world just below the water's surface. I want to have a summer like Luca has with filled with gelato pasta and and the scooter yeah rides. me too yes all it's missing is pizza if we can just, yeah yeah this looks good. i think so too yeah it's got a good look to mm-hmm. it it looks cute i'm excited to see it is yeah. this going to be another one like how corella and raya where you have to pay to see i don't it? think so yeah i don't i thought we said something and i can't remember what the deal was i think it's going direct to to Disney Plus. Yeah, because this, I, I don't think, think is in the theaters. And a uh, lot of people want it in the theaters, I think. This is going to direct to Disney Plus, Yeah, I think. we did talk about that. I th- And I think it's just a, it's an included movie. I don't think it's a yeah. added. Because Disney's kind of doing that. They do the premiere access and then they mm-hmm. yeah. bounce around with including movies mm-hmm. as well. And I, I think this is one that's included. Hopefully, because I, I would love to see it. Yeah, me too. Steph, okay. what do you got? I've got Dino Ranch Season 1. Dino Ranch follows the adventures of the Cassidy family as they tackle life in a fantastical pre-Westoric setting where dinosaurs still roam. As the young ranchers learn the ropes, they discover the thrill of ranch life whilst navigating the great outdoors through unpredictable challenges. I got a question here. It sounds cute. I got a question about this. So in, in this... This has always been my question, too, about the land in Animal Kingdom. Why on the Flintstones was that character named Dino, but mm. then other things say Dino? Yeah, that is Dinosaurs, true. I get yeah. it. But why was his name Dino then? I don't know. That is interesting. Because I always thought, I thought okay, about in, it. in Animal Kingdom, is it Dino Land or Dino Land? Like, that's what I always wondered. Well, I thought it was Dino Land. I thought it was Dino Land. But for me... Growing up on the Flintstones, I was like, that always looks like Dino to me. It does. And I never yep. really thought about it until right now. Like, You're right. Is that the only thing named Dino? And it was so popular. Why did they do that? Right. Why yeah, was his it was name spelled, just Dino? It was spelled the same. So, yeah. yeah. Weird. I don't know. That is weird. If anyone out there knows, yeah. please I'm, DM I'm, us. I'm interested. Yeah. Well, in some other Disney Plus news, a new trailer for Disney Plus's original series, Monsters at Work, is finally available. The series will premiere on Disney Plus on July 2nd of 2021. Based on the Monsters, Inc. series, this new show will explore the inner workings of the Monsters, Inc. company now that they focus on laughs rather than scares, particularly on the MIFT 
that is Monsters, Inc. Facilities Team, and their wacky misadventures. Ben Feldman starts as stars as Taylor, a brand new employee of Monsters, Inc. Stars of the original films, Billy Crystal and John Goodman, have been confirmed to return for the series, along other big names including Henry Winkler, Bonnie Hunt, and Mindy Kelling. Henry ben Winkler, Fitt. gosh, he pops up on cool things. Mm-hmm. The sure Fonz is so cool. I know. <laughs> I Iconic love that guy. Character, versatile actor. Yeah, this this little show looks really cool. I saw this trailer and it seems just like the movies. And the one guy is super bummed because he's already too scared. And now they're like, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing the laughing. Now, now. we're laugh laugh masters. Yeah, it looks cool. Cute. That's a really cute concept. I like that. Yeah. The last thing I have is Disney Just Roll With It Season 2. The Bennett and Blatt family try to get used to their new family one day at a time. The live studio audience takes part by giving the characters improv scenes to act out. (laughs) All right. You know, I'm not going to like, you know, set my alarm for that one or anything. But, no, you know, if it's on and I just happen to be. Yeah. All right, I got some Disney Movie Minute news. Okay, let's hear it. Well, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers series wrapped up. I was very happy with the ending. I'm not going to give anything away. They're already in talks about the next season with, as Brian was inquiring about, they're already talking about bringing back some other characters from the original to possibly do some cameos. So I think it's going to happen. It was uh, a really good series. I can't imagine how this doesn't happen. I hope they get Emilio and Lauren again because they were so good together. I would assume. Such a great series, though. Right up there with Big Shot. Now, this one was huge. I know we were all talking, texting back and forth about this. This is a new show. It's not premiering this week, but it was so huge. We we had to talk about it. Behind the Attraction is a 10-part series narrated by Paget Brewster that delves into Disney Park's rich, amazing history using archival and never-before-seen footage and photographs to unveil how the attractions came to be and how they've been refined over the years as new ideas surface and technology evolves. Hear the unique story behind each castle at the parks and learn how Disney Imagineers designed and built them and discover the intricacies of the transportation systems at each park and how the iconic Disneyland Hotel came to be, Mm. including rare interviews with Walt Disney. Each episode also features exclusive interviews with Disney legends and dozens of past and present Imagineers. That is so Oh my gosh, no kidding. We're all freaking out. It's going to be awesome. Do you know who's actually uh, like producing this? No. The Rock. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I did read that. That's you would right. never, you would never think that, right? Really, I didn't yeah, know that. I did read that. Oh, yep. cool. We've talked about this before, where we're like, man, they should do. You know, I wish they would do a series on this, where you would see behind the the rides and stuff. And of course, now they're doing it, which is outstanding. Yeah, so. I know. Um, I don't know who's listening to us, guys, but uh, they're they're picking it up. Uh, you know, and like yeah. we reported last uh, podcast on the Jungle Cruise movie, mm-hmm. we've been kind of exposed to his love for the Disney attractions mm-hmm. and it goes all the way back to him being a kid and his excitement. And so, although it was surprising to hear, it makes all the sense in the world. Yep. So that's cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, I did just watch I'm Jumanji so... again last night. You did. Such a good movie. I love Jumanji. 
All right. Well, this next one's a bit long, but the reason we're bringing it up is it's it's a little heartfelt, I feel, to what we're all about. Um, some Disney Plus news. The first season of Zenimation was such a hit for Disney Plus subscribers, the creators are moving forward with a second season. Zenimation season two will dive deeper into the legacy of films, including never before scenes from the latest Disney animation film, Ryan and the Last Dragon, as well as exploring classics such as Bambi, Fantasia, Dumbo, and the film that started it all, Stephanie, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yay! The series creator, David Bess, also spoke out regarding details of the second season. We were blown away by the response to the first season and wanted to make certain season two both captured and expanded upon what audiences enjoyed. Now, this is interesting. We had previously only used titles in which we had the audio stems, which is to say those titles where the sound was mixed in a way where we could separate the sound effects from the dialogue and music. For season two, our incredible sound de- designer, Shannon Mills, not only enhanced the existing sound design in the films, just as he did for the first season, but often had to recreate it from scratch for the older titles like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Wow. The respect Shannon has for his fellow sound designers from throughout the history of Disney films runs deep and is evidenced in the care he and his team took with this season. Zenimation is a tribute to the visual and sound artists who have created Walt Disney Animation Studios' legacy of films. That's so cool. It's yeah. super cool, right? These yeah, really, Zenimation, really. did you guys ever see this? No. No, not the first season. I haven't seen it. They're really like five-minute short clips, and okay. they're kind of like um, spa vibe feelings, and it takes you through like one will be water, and then it'll take you through this kind of a little story with oh. animation and brings you to this end and there's you know multiple different themes to it but most of these were more uh either generic or newer uh disney like uh frozen was one okay. yeah where you know they're kind of chasing through this water with this water horse it's super weird but it's more of an ambient type thing but now okay. it's super cool to hear that they're going to pull in some classics here okay and expand on the stories and just kind of do a little short so i just liked it because of the respect factor mm-hmm. and what right. they're willing to go through. Of course. It's exactly what we, we love about Disney. Yeah. I'm excited. And that my friends is it for the movie minute. Disney topic talk. All right. Well, that brings us to topic talk tonight. You walk into one of the four Walt Disney World parks of your choosing and you come across a real live hidden genie lamp that will grant you three wishes. But there's some rules with those three wishes. They must stay within the park you found the lamp in. The wishes can be absolutely anything, but they must stick to the three. No Joey honorable mentions. Ah. If you do, the other wishes vanish. Also, no wish can be for more wishes. So, all right, so let me ask a question though. All right. The way we're doing this, can all three all three have to be just from one park? Yep. Okay. Because right. you found the lamp, it has to be within mm-hmm. that one. You can't pick and choose. Okay. That'll work. Okay. All right, we're good. We're good. All right. So first up, Joey and Sam, let's hear where these three wishes are going to be first. So my first wish would no, no. be he wants to know where they're gonna be. Oh, from. where? I'm sorry. Where'd you find your <laughs> lamp, Sam? <laughs> All right, you, you, you start that one. 
So, okay, we're going to take Magic Kingdom. Gotcha. So that's what we'll do. And I'll let Sammy, she can take the first one. Because we're, we're, we're kind of doing where did these... we find the Magic Lamb? Yeah, it's going to be Magic Kingdom. I'll let Sammy take the first one. We're going to kind of go together on these. So so my first wish would be to have unlimited fast passes so I could jump on each, all my favorite rides. That's a good mm, one. That's a good one. Fun. It's a, it's it's small, a small one, but it's... Especially that the fast passes aren't, there's no fast pass right now. Right. To be able to get unlimited fast pass and be able to jump on all the rides. Mm-hmm. Fun. You haunted mansion like a couple times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second one is gonna be. It's almost like that thing you always wish for. So it's and this is gonna be haunted mansion that you wish it would break down and you would get the lights turned on and you could leave it. But basically, haunted mansion lights on, everything off, and we could take our time walking around because I want we want to find all the little hidden gems that are in there that you can't see it when it's too dark including a lot of the hidden jack skellingtons that i know are in there that have not been able to spot even when i know there's certain areas in there and this isn't disney world this is not that yeah exactly so i want a chance to look through all the little knickknacks and stuff that they have up there because there's a ton of stuff in there that you just there's so much no matter how many times you ride it it's so dark in there so you can only see parts of it so that's that's kind of a wish that we have so especially haunted mansion one of our beloved. I know. Ours it would too. be so cool to just yeah, ours too. be walking around there and just kind of, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would love to do that. Yeah. Just take it all in because you can't ever do it. No, because no, it goes so fast. Not fast, no. but like it's dark and you're you're looking everywhere and you kind of miss some of these things. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you're up there with the bride and stuff. There's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And so many antiques and, and china plates and chairs and just there's mm-hmm. so much. Stuff. Right. So. That type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then the last one, which is Joey's favorite, <laughs> is for all the construction to be done. Yes. <laughs> to be able to write Tron and just, just everything to be done and completed to yeah. just kind of go a little bit into I, normal. I want all yes. refurbishment done. I want everything done. The, everything has been under construction. And this goes really for all the parks, but obviously we're choosing Magic Kingdom. But, you know, and, and obviously I wish it was for Epcot and all these others. But with this... The starting of the uh, the construction on the roads, completely rerouting everything and the highways and stuff that they've been doing the last several years. Remember, we're going several times a year. So we right. see it incrementally. It isn't like we just we don't we go and then we won't see something again for a year or two years. We're there five, six times a year. So we see it incrementally and it gets tiring to constantly see construction. It drives you crazy because you know it takes time. But even with the pandemic now extending things at least a year more, it's become it's it's becoming frustrating a bit. So you're like, you start getting frustrated. You want stuff to be you know, done. So at least we'll stick to Magic Kingdom. But yeah, I, I, I really wish I would just, everything was done. Because, you know, we were supposed to get Tron this year anyway, which is a huge bummer to me. Really wanted that. And um, any refurbishments that they want to do, everything's done. Like just well, the, yeah, it would be nice to have that magical day of no construction because just for a little bit in real life it's never gonna happen. There's no, always gonna be yeah. something. There's so to have be. everything, yeah, just for a day would be like Super so sweet. nice. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. So yeah, and I can't give an honorable mention, so I won't say. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of like construction, road construction too. It's like we know it needs to be done, but yeah, so nice just to have a day without it. You know, I know. I know. So, yeah, good one. Yeah, so that's going to be, you know, that, that'll be the three. And like you said, there could have been so many. but Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's what I have no honorable mention in there. Yeah. So shockingly, we're, we have a little different, but same park as you guys, Magic Kingdom. Stephanie, what are your three wishes? Okay. 
I guess I shouldn't have spoke. Maybe it is a Magic Kingdom. Is is that your part of choosing? <laughs> um, yes, it is. It is Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Everyone's dry. I would have taken that. I would have taken their water right now. <laughs> My first wish. I'm gonna. I'm going to come upon that lamp, and it is going to instantly transform me into a cast member. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yes. And my first job of the morning will be at the train station, making sure everything is spit-spot. Then I'm going to finish my shift there and then prepare for my trolley show. Going to get in line with those high steppers over at the trolley show. I'll perform that. And then at night, I'll be a grave digger. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Can I be a grave digger with you? Yes. Yes. What's wish number two? Wish number two is I wish for an empty park that I can have my whole family together. That's That's a good one. And my whole family, people that aren't here anymore and even needs peace. That's quite a wish because that obviously will never happen. So that's a good wish. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. But it's a good one, yeah. And my third wish. Plus that I'll be included. So I wish for free for me. (laughs) (laughs) My third wish that will never happen is I would instantly transform Tomorrowland back to its pristine, white, gleaming, clean lines. None of the steampunk stuff. It was so beautiful when it was white and Michael Iceberg was there with his magical synthesizer. It was (laughs) it was great. I just thought it looked 60s. Cool. I just I thought it had a weirder look to it. That's true. It, it just it looked. We- I mean, it's yeah. n- not very futuristic because it's so retro, but it just had a different vibe. Yeah. I like it a lot of weirder. the retro stuff of yeah. Yeah. Land. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Well, what you got, Dan? I also have the Magic Kingdom. My first wish. I hide these from Stephanie because I don't want her to know. I see. <laughs> My first wish would be to basically have the park as I imagine it with any attraction, old and new. So that means if I wanted America Sings and Splash Mountain and the same thing, I could have it. So that's what I would do. I'd bring back all the old attractions that I will never get to ride or experience and and have that for my imaginary park for one day. Yeah. A lot of things that. that I'll never, we'll see the rocket, you know, like whatever I decide in each one if you had wings if you had wings had wings okay that was a good ride (laughs) that's good though now my next one is i would have 24 hours in the park to go wherever i would like so that means i'm going to walk into kind of like what you guys said with the haunted mansion i could turn on lights if i wanted in the haunted mansion i could walk into any attraction any restricted area and keep in mind this is 24 hours so i will be able to sleep wherever i want overnight (laughs) can you imagine what you would discover yeah, I mean, no. all access to everything. So where would you sleep? Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe I would sleep many places. Yeah, right. <laughs> my watch to every hour. I don't know. I I feel like would for me, I would... Pirates? I don't know. I don't know where I would end up. Or in the suite in the castle? I know. Ooh. Yeah, so that would be my or second one. Blair Rabbit when he's sleeping with his yeah. little knapsack? Now, my third and final wish, although me and Stephanie got married kind of in Disney, we've told the story a little bit. Oh, yeah. I will again have all access to Magic Kingdom to do the wedding that we want Aww. with anyone we want, any pieces of it. Damn. 
and get married to Stephanie again in the way we would want. Damn. Yeah. That's so sweet. Can you imagine that? That would be beautiful. That would be so awesome. Yep. So that's, Damn. that's my three wishes. Well, mine's pretty selfish. Way to go, Stephanie. <laughs> Dan's like, I'm going to hide this so I can make her feel guilty. <laughs> oh my gosh, well, man, that was beautiful. That is ending topic talk. I think everybody out there has their personal wishes and wants if they could do it. I mean, obviously, one of them that came to my mind is have the lifesaver. You know, we'd have life passes to Magic Kingdom. I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. things we could say, but it's a fun thing to think about, right? Yeah. 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 There were I mean, so have, many things that yeah. we were. I really wanted listen because I because I couldn't mention it. I really want an Avenger campus or a Marvel land yeah. over here. Yeah, it definitely changes when you move parks and lands and you know there's so much, mm-hmm. but it's cool. We kind of all took Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot yeah. to do in Magic Kingdom, but yeah. it is. It's big. That's the thing. All right, well, that is going to do it. Let's do some thank yous and announcements before we sign off. First, let's thank our sponsor. Magical Travel by Brian. Make sure you contact Brian to book your next Disney trip. His services are completely free. You can reach him by phone, as we said, at 1-800-883-1535, extension 55, or email him at brian at magicaltravel.com, or you can simply check out the website at www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. And of course, all these contacts for Brian is with the spelling B-R-I-A-N. All right. And I want to give a special shout out to our fellow Country Bear Jamboree friend, Joey's dad, Ed, who was upset because we hadn't mentioned Melvin Buff and Max ever from the ride. Although I think, Stephanie, you mentioned them in the Winnie the Pooh. You could still see the heads. I did. But But I want to tell you. Ed, I love those guys. I always am fixated on them when we go in there. And I love the history of them back in the Mile Long Bar. And I did find a little tidbit. I don't know if he's aware, but there was at one point a puppet version of Melvin in the Chippendale Country Morning Jamboree character breakfast at Fort Wilderness at one point. I did not know that. I didn't know that. And I need to find images and footage from this because I have to see it. So we are obsessed with them, but we love Ed for calling us out on this. And we will be providing more news on Melvin Buff and Max in the future. So thank you for that. Thanks, Ed. This is our first show, guys, we've ever done without our leader, Gene. We miss you, Gene. Miss you. It's been it's been very weird. Um, <laughs> it is. It's super weird. As nice as it is that we all all the time will step in and do whatever is needed for each other is mm-hmm. great that we can do this for Gene tonight. But absolutely, um, Gene's the, the reason we are this misfit family that we are. He's the reason. We're together. We have a podcast and uh, he put it together. It was his vision. So as much as, uh, you know, I didn't have to hear any country bear gripes or anything, although he's taken the oath, um, we really miss him. Um, And we'll definitely welcome back when when he comes. Um, Say, Dan, you did a great job. Yeah, you did a great great job. Big shoes to fill for sure. But it's been fun. It's been great having uh, Brian from Magical Travel by Brian coming in tonight. So let's kick it to the outro. 
And as Carol Burnett, I don't know if everybody out there knows who that is, but she always said, I'm so glad we had this time together. Joey and Sam, so glad to see you guys again. And, you know, where does everybody find you guys? Find us at our Instagram, JSA Creation. So it's C-R-3-D-T-I-O-N-S. And you can check us out there. We also have an Etsy page, same JSA Creations. So you can check us out there. Also, thanks again for grabbing my goodies in Disney. I so appreciate it. Thank you. I was so excited. Yes. It meant the world to me. Um, And you know what a merch hound I am. So it, it, it did mean a lot. And now... To my other half here is Stephanie. Yeah, hey. What are you? <laughs> I just got here. Hey, <laughs> hey guys. How are we doing a podcast? Well, where do you, where would you find us, Stephanie, if people want to check out on us? the Instagrams? Rock and roll DW. Rock N letter N roll DW. That's rock and roll Disney weirdos. Because we like Disney and we like rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just want to say thank you to everyone listening. On behalf of Gene, the whole Disney Underground Misfit crew and myself, we thank you so much. It means so much to all of us that you tune in each week. And if you're a brand new listener, well, a tip of the hat, my friend. Glad you come along for the ride tonight. And to all, have a great rip roaring today and have a great big banner tomorrow. Tomorrow.